What's up Spartans, Batman from TST Gaming here to keep you updated with everything Halo. And today, we're talking about our guide to the Winter Contingency event for Halo Infinite. But, before we get started, please subscribe for more Halo content. So first off, happy holidays from everyone at TST Gaming. We hope that you have a safe and fun holiday season. So recently, we had our first event, our first non-fractures event in the form of Winter Contingency, which is still ongoing today. This is basically the winter event that they're going to be doing. It's got a peppermint theme with certain armor coatings and weapons, as well as some nameplate emblems and background. So this event, from everything that had come out initially, has changed for the most part to make it more rewarding for players. Winter Contingency started December 21st and ends on January 3rd of 2022. It's a 10-tier event. And some people may think that's a little small compared to the 30-tier event that we got with the Fractures Tenrai, but that's meant to be a reoccurring event over the course of the season. So with it being 10 tiers, it makes perfect sense for it being two weeks. Now, the way that you unlock these rewards isn't through event challenges the same way that the Fracture event happened or the Tenrai event happened, but instead it's just by simply playing one game of arena or big team battle each day. 9 a.m. Pacific is the reset time for the daily challenges. But with events, I've noticed that the reset time is actually 10 a.m. Pacific. Why it's not tied in with the same timing as that, I don't know. Keep in mind that you can only earn one thing per day, and you only have to play one game per day, which is both a good thing and a bad thing. And I'll get into that right away. The reason why I think it's a good thing is because it's a very small time requirement per day however some people are traveling over the holidays some people are too busy because they're doing x y and z or they're working and yes this is a 14 day event and there's 10 items that you can obtain meaning you can skip four days theoretically and still obtain everything on the list but i just felt that some people only have one day or two days they're just super busy with the holidays so while this is smart for them to give us a lighter load of work per day, I think it would have been better if they just create, and I think this should go for all events, including the Fractures events, event challenges that are off to the side. So you would have your daily challenges, your weekly, and then off to the side, you would have your event challenges. So let's say there's 10 ranks and you get one item per rank. If you want to knock it all out in one day, you can as long as you hit all 10 things. That's how it should be. Instead of like, oh, I could play a lot today because it's the weekend. Oh, I can only get one item. And I work all week. And so it's one of those things where I feel like they're still learning. There was a leak that showed off the early events, and it was a lot less rewarding. There was two emblems that you would get three different times in a 10 rank system. One was armor, one was weapon, and one was a Spartan emblem. Which is quite a bit. And then you would have... Uh, three of the weapon coating, armor coating, and another weapon coating, which was fine with me. I don't mind having different coatings for each of those. But having just emblem after emblem, that's not. it doesn't feel very rewarding when you do that. So the fact that they changed it to what it is now, where you're getting two emblems total, three armor coatings, three, well, three armor slash weapon coatings. You're getting an extra armor coating that doesn't really fit with the theme, but I think it's because they want to make it more rewarding and they didn't have time to come up with another holiday-style themed one, as well as a hip attachment and some shoulder pads. So this list looks a lot better than the original list that was going to go out. 
But we're here to go over a guide. So now that we've talked about it in depth, let's go over the, what is the best ways to do this. So I've already stated you only have to play one game a day. So again, at 10 a.m. Pacific, it resets. You know, you don't need to set your alarm or anything like that and get up at 8 just to try to, you know, squeeze in some games. Unless you're wanting to for other reasons. So with this, all you gotta play is one game. I tend to play a two or three uh, if I'm busy that day. So that way I can still get a little bit of Halo in, but I'm at least getting every reward that I'm expecting to. So the real thing is just make sure that it's past 10 a.m. Pacific and then just play one game a day. And that's all that there really is to it. Now... I would suggest doing Tactical Slayer, a.k.a. SWAT. It's the fastest game mode, by far in my opinion. And I think that if you just play one game of this, if you're trying to really speed through it, just play the one game after 10 a.m., get off the next day, make sure it's at least 10 a.m., boot up your game, play another Tactical Slayer, and that's going to be your fastest way to progress. Now, if you have a lot of challenges for, say, Fiesta instead, and you're trying to work on your Battle Pass at the same time, I would suggest just doing that because you're going to get it regardless from playing one game. You might as well be double dipping, so to speak, by being able to get what you wanted of the Witcher Contingency event as well as your Battle Pass. But if you already completed your Battle Pass like I have, just playing one game a day, Tactical Slayer is going to be your best bet. Let us know down in the comments what you're thinking of, of this first isolated event from 343 Industries. And that's all we have for today. If you did enjoy this video, please like and subscribe. Thank you for watching TST Gaming, and until next time, just play.